Hi, this is Dan Silvestri from SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Today we'll discuss the September releases of spy movies. We'll also look at some ongoing projects like Bang, True Lies, The Stranger, Dr. Evil, James Bond, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, Enigma, and more. We have a busy episode today and we're going to start this episode by discussing a fun and unique way that one company is celebrating the 60 years of James Bond movies. We'll talk about some others later in this episode. About 60 miles north and west of Chicago is the Richardson Adventure Farm. Among their annual event calendars is what they call the world's largest, most intricate corn maze. Well, this year they're celebrating the 60 years of James Bond movies with their 28-acre maze. If you look at the aerial view of the maze, which is spectacular, this year you will see the gun barrel with Honey Ryder, all of the actors who've played James Bond, the Aston Martin DB5, and a lot more. You'll find out more and see the image by going to our website, spymovienavigator.com, hit the news drop down, and then select Spy Movie News Articles. It really is very cool to see. Alright, Spy Movie News has not received any compensation for this mention, but go check it out. It's spectacular. Okay, now let's talk about spy movies in development. Bang! Idris Elba and David Leach are joining forces for a spy thriller called Bang. Elba will be starring as the world's most famous spy. His assignment? Well, it's to kill the author of a series of novels created by a group that wants to start the apocalypse. Matt Kind and Wilfredo Torres created the comic series Bang that this movie will be based on. Kent and Zach Olkovich will be creating the adaptation for the movie. David Leach, who directed Atomic Blonde and most recently Bullet Train, will be directing this feature. We don't know when it will be filmed or released, but this sounds like a good one. Netflix will be the platform to deliver bang. Matt Kent is on a hot streak with Netflix. They've also picked up his Mind Management series, which is about a government agency of spies. They will be turning this into a Netflix series, with Kent getting set to release another comic series called Spy Superb. Can Netflix get a movie and two series out of Kent's work? We'll have to wait to find out, as nothing on Netflix Spy Superb collaboration has been announced. True Lies We've mentioned the upcoming True Lies television series in a few Spy Movie News episodes now. In the upcoming CBS series, Steve Howey will take on the role of Harry. Ginger Gonzaga will star as Helen. As a reminder, those roles were played by Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis in the movie. Omar Miller will take on the role of Gibb, who was played by Tom Arnold in the movie. We got some encouraging news on this one. In an article on MovieWeb.com, Howie says, quote, We're not going to do the Arnold Schwarzenegger-Jamie Lee Curtis movie. It's a classic. That stands alone. We're doing something else, and we're doing our own thing, but that's based in that system, unquote. We're very happy to see that this won't just be a copy of the movie. It is so easy to get caught in that trap. As Howie mentions, the movie is a classic. Let's see where they take it. The Stranger. Sometimes a true story needs to be made into a movie. Premiering at the Cannes Film Festival this year, The Stranger is expected to be launched globally this October. This is a Netflix movie that hit Australia this month. 
It is based on a real-life undercover operation in Australia. Joel Edgerton and Sean Harris star in the movie. The description of the movie says, quote, A friendship forms between two strangers. For Henry Teague, Sean Harris, worn down by a lifetime of physical labor, this is a dream come true. His new friend, Mark, Joel Edgerton, becomes his savior and ally. However, neither is who they appear to be. Each carries secrets that threatens to ruin them. And in the background, one of the nation's largest police operations is closing in. Unquote. As a note, Netflix had a series in 2020 with the same title, but on a different topic. Enigma. A movie described as a cross between James Bond and Tomb Raider has been picked up by Thunder Road Pictures. Enigma, written by Cat Wood, is called, quote, an original contemporary supernatural spy thriller, unquote, on Deadline.com. The movie is about a British spy called Emma Taylor. She needs to hide a dangerous artifact, keeping anyone from ever finding it again. We haven't seen anything about production or a release date, but we'll keep an eye on this one. As you know, we like spy movies that have a different twist than the genre usually produces. All right, it sounds like we have that in Enigma. MR9. We talked about MR9 in our June 2022 spy movie news. This is a spy movie based on the Masut Reina novel starring Frank Grillo. The cast is filling out nicely as it has been announced that Kelly Grayson is being brought on to play Gia, the lead henchwoman. Chief of Station. Set to begin filming later this year, Chief of Station has announced its leads. Alec Baldwin will play a former CIA station chief. He teams up with a rogue agent played by Olga Kurilenko after finding out that his wife's death was not an accident. We have not seen any estimated release date for the chief of station yet. Dr. Evil. All right. We've been talking for quite a while about a new Austin Powers movie, and we hope we get one. Well, MovieWeb.com tells us that New Line, quote, would like to make a Dr. Evil movie, unquote. The article posits that the success of Joker which was also focused on the villain, means that Dr. Evil could work. We will just have to wait and see if anything finally happens in bringing out the fourth movie in the Austin Powers franchise. Spy Kids. Another upcoming spy movie that we've talked about in the last few spy movie news episodes is the Netflix reboot of Spy Kids. Now we find out that DJ Katrana has signed on to appear in the movie. We don't know what his role will be, but Things seem to be moving quickly for this still unwritten movie. Blackbird. We're talking about the Michael Flatley spy movie, Blackbird, one word. Not the Apple Plus miniseries, Blackbird, two words. <laughs> we mentioned this movie in last month's spy movie news and said that it would only be in theaters in Ireland. Well, it looks like they have added some new theaters in the UK including the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square in London, and will also show in the city of Bristol. We believe it may hit other UK cities too, but we haven't found confirmation as of our press time. Mission Impossible. All right, let's look at Mission Impossible 7. Variety.com tells us that, quote, Paramount has reached a confidential settlement with Chubb, its insurer, over claims arising from repeated COVID-19 production delays on Mission Impossible 7, unquote. The lawsuit came about in August 2021, with Paramount claiming it was owed much more than what Chubb was claiming. 
Okay, so let's move on. Mission Impossible 8, this is important. <laughs> or I mean Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2. I'll never get used to that name. Okay. Anyway, we have a bit of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2 news. First, more of the cast has been flushed out as filming has begun. Holt McCallany is joining the movie and will be playing Secretary of Defense Bernstein. Mindhunter fans will remember that McCallany played Bill Trench in that series. He was not in Dead Reckoning Part 1, so it will be interesting to see how his role plays out and if it is set up in Part 1. Next, we have an article on DigitalSpy.com with the headline, Mission Impossible 8 Might Not Be Tom Cruise's Final Outing as Ethan Hunt. Hmm. The rumor up to this point is that it will be his last. Well, director Christopher McQuarrie was asked about this on the Light Diffuse podcast. His response was a classic non-answer. <laughs> you gotta hear this. Quote, let me tell you, I've been working with Tom Cruise for 15 years, and I cannot tell you the number of times I've been standing next to the man, witnessed an event, and then read about it in the trades the next day, and none of what they described is actually true, he said, unquote. Man, McQuarrie needs to go into politics with an answer like that. But on the same podcast, McQuarrie explained the Dead Reckoning title this way. This, this you got to hear. This is something. Quote, when I came up with the title, I knew it applied more to part two than it did to part one, which is why it eventually settled on being part one and part two. The title for the first movie was nearly a title that referred to something like, like a ghost protocol kind of thing. It was a government policy. It wasn't a government policy. It was a government, what would you call it? A, a government measure of last resort with catastrophic consequences. By the time we got to the end of part one, that had distilled down into an entirely different set of circumstances that appear in part two and not in part one. So the word would no longer have been appropriate for the title of part one, unquote. What do you say? Holy jeez. Yeah, when Macquarie speaks, we're not sure we get exactly what he's saying. And I think uh, that's his mission. <laughs> James Bond, James Bond at 60. We all know it's the 60th anniversary. Dr. No came out in 1962. We started this newscast by talking about a celebration of James Bond's 60th anniversary with the corn maze. Well, we found out more about the official plans in an article on Deadline.com. A two-part charity auction is being planned with Christie's and Eon Productions. There will be 60 lots, and all 25 Eon Productions James Bond movies will be celebrated. There will be an online auction with bidding starting on September 15th, and a live auction that will occur on September 28th. Now, if you have a spare 2 million pounds, that's pounds, not dollars, you might be able to get your hands on one of the auction pieces a silver birch Aston Martin DB5. Oh, that would be nice. This replica was a stunt car used in No Time to Die. If you don't have that much lying around, there are other vehicles on the auction block that are estimated to go for significantly less. There's some interesting items for auction, and you can see the lots on Christie's website. In addition to the auction, BFI will host a James Bond at 60 weekend of screenings and live events from September 20th through October 2nd. Included will be an in-conversation event with Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli. 
There will also be a behind-the-scenes look at one thing we find fascinating, namely the stunts and special effects. Chris Corbold will be hosting that. There will also be a preview of The Sound of 007. This is a new documentary that examines the music of Bond. And finally, there will be screenings of the last three Bond movies on the BFI IMAX screen, including the first UK showing of No Time to Die in 3D. In our podcast episode, No Time to Die Theater Viewing Formats Guide, we talked about how much we liked the 3D work done in this version. They did a great job with that. As far as we are concerned, you should only ever watch the title sequence (laughs) in 3D. And would Bond have made it to 60 without Sean Connery? Well, Pinewoodgroup.com reports that Pinewood Studios will name one of the five new stages at Pinewood in honor of the late Sir Sean Connery. It was announced on what would have been his 92nd birthday. The stage will be called the Sean Connery Stage. We think this is great. After all, Sean Connery set the stage for Bond's movie success. The next actor to play James Bond. All right. On these podcast episodes, for the most part, we've been trying to stay away from all of this and all of the rumors and all the betting on who's going to be the next actor to play James Bond. There are many speculative articles written on this every month. That said... There is an article on CinemaBlend.com that quotes Lorraine Entertainment reporter Ross King as saying this, quote, The latest rumor, and in some ways part of this is very much true, which is basically the Bond producers are looking for a younger Bond, someone probably in their 30s. At the end of the day, they want someone who will be Bond for the next three movies, unquote. Now, here at Spy Movie Navigator... We've been saying for quite some time that we think that this has to be the strategy. We think a lot of the favorites like Idris Elba, Tom Hardy, maybe Henry Cavill are too old for what the franchise needs as it comes off the Daniel Craig run as Bond. So we'll see if this is right, but we're going to wait until we hear officially from Eon Productions. What's coming in September? Again, we have a sparse month for spy movie fans as there are no theatrical releases of any spy movies in September. Actually, this September is a sparse month for spy movie releases in general. It's not much better on the streaming platforms. But let's take a look at Netflix. On September 1st, Netflix will bring all three Austin Power movies to the platform. Austin Power's International Man of Mystery, Austin Power's The Spy Who Shagged Me, and Austin Powers in Goldmember. Amazon Prime in September will release both Skyfall and The Recruit. And that's about it for spy movies released in September 2022. In Memoriam. In today's In Memoriam section, we remember five people who have had an impact on spy movies who have passed this month. Bernard Cribbins. Bernard Cribbins passed at the age of 93. Among Cribbins' 122 credits on IMDb are such roles as Felix in Hitchcock's Frenzy and Wilfred Mott in the TV series Doctor Who. Spy movie fans may remember him as the taxi driver in the 1967 version of Casino Royale, as well as two appearances on the Avengers TV series. Wolfgang Peterson Director Wolfgang Peterson passed at the age of 81. Peterson was nominated for both the Best Director 
and Best Writing, screenplay based on material from another Medium Academy Awards for The Boat, Das Boot, in 1981. In The Spy World, he directed Air Force One and In the Line of Fire. Gene LaBelle. Hollywood stuntman Gene LaBelle died at 89. He had roles in more than 250 movies. Besides his role as a stuntman, he also taught martial arts skills to Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, and Steven Seagal. Spy movie fans would have seen him in Patriot Games, U.S. Marshals, and the TV series 24. Lou Barlia. Cameraman Lou Barlia passed at the age of 92. His career started as a cameraman for the movie Love Story in 1970 and continued through the 2000 movie Bruno. You've also seen his work in Superman, Steel Magnolias, and 61 other movies or TV shows. Spy movie fans saw his work in Serpico. In 2000, Lou received the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Society of Camera Operators. Bill Pittman. We end this month's In Memoriam remembering Wrecking Crew guitarist Bill Pittman, who died at the age of 102. Pittman has played guitar, bass guitar, and ukulele on many songs and soundtracks. He had played on so many songs that we think it's almost impossible that you haven't heard him play. Spy movie and TV fans will recognize his bass play on the theme song to the TV show The Wild Wild West. He also played in Hitchcock's Torn Curtain. All right, so that's a wrap. This has been Dan Silvestri of SpyMovieNavigator.com, and we are in subscriber building mode here for our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. So please subscribe to our show right now in your favorite podcast app and help us out. After all, you're listening to us right now. Subscribe, please. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. All the links are on our website, SpyMovieNavigator.com. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it.